Welcome to the Pour Up Podcast. This is the Pour Up Podcast. Pour Up Podcast. Welcome to the Pour Up Podcast, episode two of this 2019 season. What's going on, Steve? Out here. Oh, shit. I'm just cool or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I am Mike Lake. That's Steve. Steve Cash Money Bags, a.k.a. the Fitness Zaddy. A.k.a. AKA, AKA gallons of water. A.k.a. Zaddy Zick in a, in a building. <laughs> Where you come up with this shit? That's me, man. That's all my name. It's all on my jersey. All of that. <laughs> <laughs> like the XFL, you had a long, like your nickname on there? Yeah, man. All that's my name. Shit, man. Uh, what's going on? I know you don't watch football too much. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't even watch TV. I don't even know what the fuck TV even stands for. So you you don't watch football because you don't watch it, or you don't watch it because you don't watch TV? Um, it, I, Well, I don't watch it because I don't watch TV, but I probably wouldn't watch football because I don't like the NFL. Because Kaepernick, I don't like how they did my boy. Gotcha. Oh, he your boy now. You know what I'm saying? Wait, who in the Super Bowl? That's what I'm going for. Who, who, who's my boy? <laughs> who's the quarterback? What who, quarterback is going? Who are you a fan of? Uh, you got Pats versus the LA Rams. Oh, no, nah, neither one. Out of um, that's that whole storyline, like the Patriots, I don't know what, the Patriots, I don't know what the hell they did. Like, who sold their soul to for this <laughs> shit to go on and continue? But the shit is like just annoying now. Maybe if it was the Bucks, I wouldn't care so much because it's my team then. But on the on the one hand, it's kind of like obviously I'm a Bucks fan, so I don't care about who yeah. wins the if Super I Bowl. If I watch football, that would be my team, the Bucks. I do watch football, <laughs> and the Bucks are my team. Uh, the Bucks ain't do that shit to Kaepernick. The fucking uh, Niners did. In any case, and the Bucks is the NFL as a whole, though. Yeah, I mean they're one of what thirty two teams. Not just a team, like they you we ain't got to rehash it, but you know they they held like you know I know yeah so they so <laughs> yeah. it's not just the no, team no, no. so. It, the NFL didn't do anything, actually. No coach just wanted to pick him up. So you could blame the organization. You could blame any team that need a quarterback and has some availability. But the Bucks, that never, the, the Bucks never fit that bill. So they, what, are they going to pick up an extra quarterback they don't need? I don't put that on any team who didn't need a quarterback. For instance, last week I heard some, some bullshit reports that old-ass people getting called back, like Matt Hasselbeck, who's a fucking announcer on ESPN, and Tony Romo, who's also an announcer. That's some fuck shit. Call him back to put on pads and play. Yeah, yeah. teams and teams that <laughs> teams that need a quarterback are interested in bringing one of the two of them back. And I'm like, that's bullshit. You got Kaepernick, who, for all that we know, is still in shape, still available to play. But y'all gonna blackball this man? Those teams should be boycotted. Get Donovan McNabb. What about Cap? Get Donovan McNabb. <laughs> Dig him up. <laughs> and I'm not trying to defend the NFL because it is fucked up the way that it's being handled. But I just feel like on a 32 team ownership. That makes up the NFL. Not every one of those thirty-two teams needed a quarterback to even pick Cap up if they wanted to. You know, mm. that's just my 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 input on it. Um, Niggas forced on legs. Say again. Niggas forced on legs. What's, what you mean by that? Isn't that what the NFL stand for? Oh, niggas forced on legs. Ah, I see what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what the? What kind of sling is that? So, um, what we had on the agenda today? I, I sent it to you, and I don't even remember. Yeah, I don't. Even, oh, did you ever hear Lil Baby? I did not. Man, that shit was fire. Lil it, Baby, the one that made the um. When when when? The Trump Baby, yeah. Nah, what's his album called? Um, something Streets or some shit. I don't. Even, I don't even remember. You got a rating? Wait, do I have it written? Rating, rating. Oh, rating. Like you listen to well, it enough. I never to... heard. Yeah, I did actually listen to it enough. Um, I don't know much about him, but overall, I liked it to be about a seven. It was like you know, it got me through my day. All right, wasn't bad. I'll give it a run, and if unless you want to review it now, we can come back and do it like on another. No, we can do another review. That's honestly, I don't give a shit to review to review it. It probably wasn't nothing, wasn't too, nothing too deep. Too, yeah. It wasn't. A, I didn't nothing to deep dive into. Nothing to dissect there. No. Um, oh shit! Let's get into some current news. What's up with your boy Chris Brown? That's your boy. Oh, he beating rape cases. <laughs> he can't stop beating shit. He beating rape cases like Rihanna. <laughs> Frodo, he got that's some bogus shit to get accused of rape. Oh, it's fucking rape, man. I'm so glad he he he's gonna he appears to be beating that case. They at least let him um they let him out of custody. Yeah. It's, it's super wild to think that based on the story that I heard was essentially the I guess the cliff notes would be um some kind of gathering or party at a hotel or or something that Chris was written. And him and some people on his staff, bodyguards or other, they were all Involved with some females, and at some point, something happened between the bodyguards and the female. Um, something on the sexual assault or battery side, 
And then she left with Chris Brown and allegedly was violently raped. This is what she said. And this is what she told the, I believe it was Paris, the Paris police. Mm-hmm. And that led to arrests. Real quick, and, side note real quick, Little Baby, the album is a street gossip. But anyway, dog, no woman, no person deserves any of that. No. Period. That's Not first, false. That's first thought. That's, no, no. Oh, you mean the rape part? Yeah. Yeah, nobody deserves to be raped. No, no one deserves that first and foremost. Now, you have to start taking some type of responsibility as a, not just a woman, as a person, but for this case, a woman. Stop putting yourself in situations with these with these stars who you know good and damn well only fucking with you to fuck. Yeah. Why are you even going that far? Yeah. Why even put yourself in it? Because you want you want that you want this type of clout. And then when some fuck shit happen, you do this. Yeah. Now it's not right or okay if that really happened to you. That sucks and I feel bad. Yeah, we, we as a as the bystanders, us as the community just kind of watching, you're right. Like we're not gonna victim blame and say she shouldn't be in those situations, but you went back to their private area with these people and you're at the mercy of whatever they decide to do to you. It, it would be the same thing I would tell my daughter. Like, just keep yourself out of those situations. If you were in a public space or if you were with a bunch of friends, maybe that wouldn't happen. Again, this isn't victim blaming. It's just make better decisions. Right, like you, oh, you have so much fun. You just thought, like, when they invited you back, like, oh, y'all would just, just continue smoking and drinking. And, yeah, we're and, just going to read the Bible. Like, man, come the fuck on, yo. You yeah. might go home with a, with a John Doe at the end of the night on, under the same under situation. The same yeah, so you did it because it was Chris Brown and, and his team. Then, obviously, too, if something happened, it leaves the the public to say, well, if it happened, then fuck Chris Brown. But if it didn't happen, then I feel like it's a money grab here because just like with the Kobe Bryant shit where he was acquitted because essentially she was lying, it later allegedly turned into... The, she was lying? Not allegedly. It. it was proven in court. No. Nah. It, it was proven in court. No. Nah. The man was exonerated. But uh, with that being said, the, um, the, the, the civil case is what it became all about. She wouldn't cooperate with the criminal court investigation... Because eventually they were going to find that she was lying. So it was a money grab. That's just fucked up. Like, we know these dudes got millions of dollars, and you want to be there for the clout, the fame, probably the physical interaction because they're stars and they're beautiful people or whatever. But then you try to get the money grab. Like, you try to win on both both hey, angles. Chris Brown girl was said she was with him the whole entire time. <laughs> That's the funny part. His girl was with him on that tour. Oh shit! When when this uh, alleged rape happened? Yeah, she was. She allegedly said she said she was there the whole time. When you first saw it, were you like, like, did the jokes come to mind immediately because of his past? No, I immediately didn't believe it. All right. I mean, he's Chris Brown. Like, I mean, I would like to think, I would like to put it on him that he wouldn't rape someone. He's Chris Brown. He could stick his head out a hotel door yeah. and girls will flock to do whatever he wanted. I don't think he had to rape anyone. I just don't see it that yeah. he would. I don't even think he would put himself in that position after all he's been through. His outfit to come out. He's, he's basically being looked at a little bit. Different. He's getting away from that light, that stigma of bad boy Chris Brown. Why the fuck are you going to go rape somebody? It should just sound dumb to me. Yeah, and this this does suck for him if it didn't happen. It absolutely sucks because you're trying to rebuild that brand, rebuild that image, and and regain your the trust of your fans. And then boom, somebody come with this shit, and you're you're back in the tabloids and the conversation of, damn Chris Brown, what you doing? You know. Mm-hmm. Could it be said to him? Could the same thing be said to him? What we said to her, which is make better decisions, like. I'm not saying you can't bring no no chicks back, but make better decisions. Like, don't put I mean, yourself how, in that kind of a situation. If you know? he's having a party, this is what. Ha- if he had a party, maybe someone, maybe the bouncer brought her back. That's not his girl. Chris is there with his girl. If we all, if I'm throwing a party, you invite some chicks over, some shit go down. Like, I can't. I, you, you you invited them. I don't know what you. But, you're but doing. that is just the point, though. You wouldn't be in a situation where it was like, oh, I was alone. Like my the chick that I invited was alone with you for three hours. I don't know if they ever were. Of course, I don't know if they ever even had a chance to be alone. Of course, because it's all alleged. She's going to say what happened, and then he's going to counter and say what didn't happen. I'm just saying, in the case where you know you got this stigma on you, maybe try to stay away from house parties, maybe? Like, maybe it's his own maybe way. have a public Man, he's party? A, he's a, it was a, I don't know about public, where anybody could just walk up to Chris Brown. Or or do like he said he did, where stick stick with somebody you know can vouch for you. Your girl was with you the whole time. Why would you rape a girl in front of your girl? You know. Oh, <laughs> that's just okay. I just think if I if I'm correct, the party he threw was they were just listening to music, doing listening to his album. Like, that's what artists do. Like, oh, it's just like what a private supposed to, Yeah, like what I don't. What you supposed to do? Like, it's. I thought it was like an after party after a show. I didn't. I didn't read any of that. I just. 
I, I just thought, you know what I mean? Assumed, I guess you could say. That shit's wild, though. It, it really does suck for, for the young kid because niggas immediately going to go to the Chris Brown wildin' again. Yeah, but oh well, fuck that. I think. But um, rape is a crazy jump from, okay, anger problems and fighting and even domestic violence is one thing, but rape is a whole other thing. To like assault someone with, <laughs> with your dick is, I'm not laughing about the fact that it happened, but even if he had a history of having anger problems and having to go to anger management, that's a whole jump away from rape. Yeah, man, I don't, I don't believe it. I think I think um, Chris was uh, sensible with his penis. <laughs> I think he made good, right decisions that day, at least with his with his penis. He managed it properly <laughs> that day. And these foreign charges too. So it ain't like I, I don't even know what like what the justice system like over there. But what if they don't give him a fair shake? You know? Yeah. What is the um, the penis preparation in Paris? <laughs> I like your alliteration. <laughs> what else? What, what else going on? All right, Chris Brown, he free. Salute to him. Oh yeah, he out and he countersuing for defamation. So Good. putting Hell that yeah. out there. Um, Not only care she ain't got nothing. Take it for everything, everything she, she has. Ain't got. <laughs> exactly. I don't give a fuck if she got sleeping on park benches for the rest of her I, life. Yeah, I want. It, yeah, wrongfully accuse me. I'm coming for that ass. Like. In a in a legal way. Let yeah, yeah. Now no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right back on charges. <laughs> See, look, he threatened me. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> That's a way wrong. I used the wrong words. But uh Future's out here on a on a on a grand tour. Promote promote his album, Future uh not Hendrix. What was the shit called? Wizard. I like it. Yeah, yeah, Wizard. I, I went back to Hendrix for some reason in my mind. I liked it a lot too. He still called himself Hendrix. Well yeah, I think that's a Dope nickname if he can play the guitar. Can he play the guitar? Probably not. Nah, he got to give it up then. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a cool ass nickname. But um, his album dropped. We can read that in a minute. But f- let's get into the new shit. He's been going around all these radio stations, and he got a lot to fucking say about just different shit. Just people, just you know, you on your promo tour. How you feel about? Did you hear that? What he said about um. Uh, What's his name? His ex uh, and her husband? Yeah, Sierra and Russell. I heard loosely, like kind of, sort of, something about it. Um, what exactly so, he said? Like, so he the just... main quote that seemed to be the thing that stood out is she, he do everything she tell him to do. He basically implying that he whip. How you feel about that? I mean, shit, maybe I just, that's how future feel. I mean, I don't really know much. I'm sure Russell would be like, no, he isn't. I mean, <laughs> maybe um, future and Russell had words. No, I'm not. <laughs> Maybe they had words outside of something. I mean, who knows how he really run his household? Yeah. Well, part the, I guess so. He said he basically whipped, and he went on to say that Russell should be conducting his relationship in a way where his wife's uh, not having her ex's name in her own mouth, et cetera. Basically saying that they they always talking about me, and she do what she want, and he do what she want him to do. And people kind of was taking jabs back at him, saying, "Well, you here talking about them too, like." It's not like it's well, a one-sided thing. Well, if he's defending thing. himself, that's a little different. Well, it wasn't. It was in defense of anything. I guess. I guess it's just all about the baby, the the baby future. Well, I mean, it's it's a, it's it's rough because it's not like they aren't married. Like this is like his family now. Like it's yeah. like he Russell is this kid's stepdad. Yeah. And and this ain't future's only kid. This uh, I think it was his fifth of five, right? Yeah. It's he, he got he got a lot out there. Uh, he got a lot of baby bow wow's baby mothers pregnant. <laughs> So the only reason he even feel a kind of way mostly is probably because Sierra's famous and she married another famous dude. Probably that's the only and, reason and, people and, give any fucks because we don't talk about the rest of his exes. Yeah, because they off the they off the chart, they off the radar. Like yeah. I'm sure maybe one of the other BMs got um, then maybe their boyfriends got beef with Future, but we're never going to hear about it because they don't yeah. got a platform. I'm sure a couple of them got some diss albums and <laughs> they they fledgling rappers in their own right, and they probably take shots at Future, but. He ain't commenting on them, but he is commenting on Future and Sierra. I mean, uh, Russell and Sierra. Yeah, so I don't, I don't know, man. It's just Future going to say what the fuck he going to say, and they just going to deny it. But I mean, if I was Future, I wouldn't say anything. I would just, I would, I would just shut the fuck up. I don't care what they would say about me, but nothing would get me to talk about the shit. That that's that is key in my book too. Like I ain't got too much beef with any exes, but even if I did, it's like that shit. Like we off that. Like I'm I'm fucking Future. I'm over here doing my own thing. Sierra, you over there doing your own thing? Like you're on the opposite sides of the country. From Seattle to Atlanta, like what? Why is there conversation here? Mm. But maybe that's just me. Uh, Future did respond about that uh, the Jay Z bar the from uh, 444. In the future, niggas be playing football with your son. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He said uh, he said he talked to Jay. This is in another interview. He said he talked to Jay and basically 
Jay kind of recanted. It was like, nah, 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 I wasn't like that. Like, like it, it wasn't meant to be like a beef. But he, uh, Future went on to say, yeah, I, I didn't appreciate basically that you came at me when you should be bigging us up. You should be on the side of hip-hop. Let the NFL do what they do over there. Basically saying he took Russell, Russell's side. So like, yeah, let the NFL do what they do over there. You're supposed to be on the side of, of hip-hop and bigging us up rather than putting us down. I'm glad I didn't hear that. I don't that. know how real that conversation I'm glad was. I didn't hear that because if I heard him say that, I wouldn't have listened to a future album. Like, no, man, that shit sounds so fucking gay. Now, first off, dog, you pressing holes about this that shit and then try to him. and then try to sprint like we supposed to be on the same team. No, nigga, that's a hot ass bar, like he said. Yeah, that shit that should apply. No, what the fuck? It applied to his Jay Z's life and counter applied. I don't to even want to find that interview. That shit just sounds disgusting. Oh, it'll be talked about. I think that was it might have been today or yesterday. Well, um, I'm gonna try my best not to hear it because I, I don't know if I'll be able to listen to his music ever again. Yeah, he said if he that said sh- that, <laughs> I, I don't believe he actually pressed them. I do believe if Jay, because the remember the debate we had was is it a diss, and mm. basically the, the we came to I don't the, think it was. Yeah, we we came to the agreement to disagree that it was, or you said it was not, and I said it was. Uh, ultimately, Jay would. I, I can't see Jay going. Nah, nah, nah. I wasn't like that. Like on some like like bitch. I'm Jay Z. Like what? What Jay Z look like backing down the future? Like what future gonna do to him? In in a fight, I think Jay will watch future. That'd be an interesting fight. Because Jay do? <laughs> no, it won't. Jay no Tybo. Does he? Oh, oh, I see what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, tell it. Yeah, it didn't click in my head right away. Tybo ho, what you trying to kick knowledge? Yeah, now it's got a bottle there with that joint. Almost, because takeover was way stronger. Man, I wish it was just a bar. Um. So yeah, he said that about Jay, and he went on to to say a bunch of other stuff. Most notably, that he he don't fuck with uh, Joe Butt. Oh, I didn't hear that. What? 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 Wait, wait. Why? I guess the the interviewer was just asking him like in the rap game like who you fuck with, and he just for whatever reason just like yeah I don't fuck with Joe Butt, and just hit, the quote was I don't fuck with Joe Button like that, um, but his bitch bad though. <laughs> <laughs> See, but Future got problem people talking about him. Hmm. Why he, are you gonna go for the man wife? Now you got a well, I think. I don't know if this happened before they was engaged, but she is bad though. But to refer to her as a bitch, and they both in the same spotlight, like that's clearly now that's just disrespectful. You just trying to hype some shit up. You just, you just disrespectful. Come on, Joe, pick up the bike, man. Get these niggas up off you. Man, Joe don't give a fuck about future diss him, and I didn't even hear any of that shit. If it, actually, <laughs> I heard they, they they supposed to have did a um, podcast with future actually. I think that's what it was about. I think I think future wanted to do Joe podcast, and Joe didn't want to interview him. Like for what? Because Joe said he don't feel future will open up, which he did open up. He said he was shocked that he opened up. And honestly, when have you ever heard a future interview other than now of him talking about his personal life and opening up for real? Mm-hmm. It probably wouldn't have been a good interview. Somebody had a critique. I don't remember if it was their podcast or somebody else's, but I, I agree with the statement, which essentially, I always felt like this about future. He does make fun music. It's always entertaining. And you're always talking about a bunch of dope, fun shit. But I, I like, I always hold, I, you I, You hear me always say this. I like when artists open up about themselves too a bit. Like, give me some of what you're doing. Like, what, what's going on? You ain't partying every fucking night, are you? You know what I mean? And in, in these interviews, he is talking about shit. Can we get it into music? I think Future has the skill set to give us some really dope, like, emo music. Mm. If, he going th- if he's in an emo space, I mean. It can't be all party, man. I mean, it's... In a, in a way, his music is kind of emo. When he's on drugs, he's talking about how he feels. Talk about how... um. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, that, that's just... I think he is a little emo. I think he does give us that. I, it can be turned up. It's always laced with, like... he He's always having these thoughts, like, in the midst of, like, booties clapping on each side of his face or no, something. No, I'm talking about he really has... No, he doesn't. <laughs> see, you're not a future fan, man. No, he doesn't. I never said I was a future fan. But I'm telling you, I know you're not. That's so why you don't Are you telling know. me what I already admit Because to. you're not a future fan. I know he, I'm not He a does fan. have music I, like I like that. his music. I'm not going to be out here. Die. The the ones I listen to, I listened to Hendrix Heavy for a minute, and then it got boring. This this newest one was dope. And then I always feel the same way. When I'm listening to it, it's cool while I'm going through it. It's cool in the moments when I'm partying. But outside of that, I'm like, there ain't a whole lot here for me to deep dive into. Even guys, you guys talking about even possibly committing suicide on this um, last one. That's actually the yeah. very last song. That's crazy. The one with the two lines on the cover. I can't think of the name. Mm. But that's one right before this, the last, the last record. I don't know. That shit was fire too. But yeah, man, Freeze was definitely emo. So, he just ain't gonna give you like like bar bars. So in the interview, the perspective interview with Joe, it, I guess Joe just felt like it wouldn't have been fun. 
or worth worth the time? Yeah, he said just probably just be a boring interview. I mean, he's future. He don't give these. He don't. He just don't open up. So I saw. I didn't actually hear the podcast, but I saw somebody posted a clip of Joe saying, "Future, future, like fuck. I give a fuck about future for." I'll be very interested to see where that goes. I have to see because that sounds very similar to the Soldier Boy shit. Who yeah, did yeah. that interview that yeah. just blew up? That was a very good interview, by the way. And Soldier Boy shed, shed a lot of light on his impact on the game. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I well, when he was talking, him. I was like, I he's right. You can't really argue too much. He was one hundred percent right. With a lot uh, of shit he was saying. Beast Mode Two. Beast Mode Two was yeah. Too what's the last record? What's the last record on there? Uh, I hate the real me. Yes. Yeah, yeah that, that is a tough track. Um. Here, let's see if I can find the clip. The future, like, like he was like, I guess just dismissing, like, fuck. I he was it. verbally saying that. Yeah, in the clip, he said, "Here, I know who sent it." He said, "Um, I know who. I, I like his music. I'm gonna still listen to it. But why do I care if people like me? Like, future. Here, I'll just play this shit instead of. I thought you were talking about. Um, I heard him say that shit was Saha. <laughs> They 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 yeah, doing yeah, the soldier boy shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, obviously, that was a play on that whole like that's the new meme where you just yell yeah. out like podcast the pour up. You don't even drink. In any case, um, I still believe he. It's in response to what Future said to him, so they are having a conversation. Like, and we're not going to get a rap debate out of this a rap for you between the two of them. Mm. I think the only one that's going to actually have him pick up that mic is Saha. That shit's still brewing. I would love for Saha to do it. It's going to be a dope-ass battle. I don't know who's going to win. Joe. Even if Joe won, it won't be a Lancelot. Um, yeah, it will. No, it won't. I know you're a fan. I know you're a stan, but no, Saha got a huge Saha fan of Saha myself. A humongous fan. Saha can rap, man. Okay. Even, even Joe say, I got to prep, prep for the boy. But Joe never doesn't prep for anybody. I know, know, but I'm just saying, it ain't, it ain't one that he... Would just throw away to the side Like I ain't even gonna respond To these niggas Like Migos He gonna reply to Saha Cause Saha gonna give him Some shit to reply to Man He gonna First off I, the, the reason I'm not even Signed with Saha Even though I'm a huge fan Cause Again He's just not battle tested it, it matters I, I do believe that's true You put together great words But okay Now put it into a form of diss To where it makes sense And it sounds good Like how, Use his career against him be the, it, That's just hard Yeah and and hopefully because of Joe's stature, Saha wouldn't get caught up in the cliche jokes, like the dust head and the, you know. You want to give pump it up bars? Yeah. That, like, that. Off rip, the first bar is gonna be a pump it up bar. He gonna rap over the pump it up beat, if it happens. If this, if this little back and forth happens, mm, we'll see. I guess. Saha. No, I don't know. I hope not. I just killed the idea. If he was thinking about it, Saha don't do it. But Saha Saha got bars. And Joe obviously got bars. It'll be a dope ass back and forth if they both engaged. But the future, did you fuck with it? Yeah, hundred. I ran the shit, but three, four separate days. Like I, I've been giving it a constant run. It's a, it's a, it's a good go. It just, I'll quote our homeboy Don. It's future's music. Each track could probably be taken as a single, but it ain't gonna break. It ain't gonna be no groundbreaking shit here. It's not to pimp a butterfly, but it's dope. It's fun music. I can't wait to be drinking and and turn up with it. For whatever reason, I ain't drinking the last like two weeks. But um, yeah, I can't wait to like for the pregame Gasparilla coming up and just throwing some future. Like it's a good, it's a good go. Like the, well, I'm gonna stick to the models. That shit rocks. Yeah, yeah, I fuck with the future. I mean, honestly, it's very hard for him to miss with me because I accept him for what he do. I don't expect yeah. him to to do nothing. That's a short way to say what I just said. Extravagant, like yeah. future's uh, he good man. He's good. He's good. He's good trap artist. Is there something to be said about obviously? Him himself may not care because clearly he's just gonna make the music he's gonna make. But about the the artists who don't pursue getting better, like I'm good at what I do, I'm gonna just keep doing that. Maybe he is trying to get better. No, no, I'm saying outside of him, how do you feel about that idea of like let's say if you were a rapper, you were good, let's say you could go gold on your best day, you could sell and do tours, but you're not striving to be better than that ever. I honestly don't think any artist does that. If you're an artist, a real artist, you love your art. I think you try to. You just may not be able to. That might be your best. And I don't think any artist sit down, put together a project, 
and be like, yep, this is some whack shit. I can't just No, 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 not about whack. I'm saying, like, let's say you get a job, you make 80 a year. You went to college, you did your four years, and you got a good job and house, and, and you, you make a respectable living, but you're never pursuing the higher money. You're not trying to get to the 100K or, the, you know, the, the 150. That but, idea, that future, do you think future's maxed out? I don't, I don't know. I mean, he's an artist. Based they never what, stopped creating, so I don't know. I think he said this is seventh album. Based on the That's seven it? albums you heard, uh, not counting the mixtapes. Well, on the seven albums you heard, do you feel like, like, if he's not gonna expand his the, the, his his ideas, his musical base? Like Hendrix seemed to be a, a a departure from his norm, but that was a, also like a double album release. Yeah, to get out of that deal. <laughs> I forgot about that. So, so to a point, he he seems. I don't know how to explain it. Like maxed out is the best word I could put to it. Like if you're not gonna try to do anything better, if you're gonna keep giving us the same good music, it's just gonna be good. You're never gonna be an all star. You're always just gonna be a star. Well, I don't know. I think Future Future is an all star in in the in the in the veins with the yeah with the Gucci's mm-hmm. and the Jeezy's and the um mm, I don't know Migos more now kind of pop trapping. But they so he's he's he is an all star over there. Um, I think he, I think he's doing fine. I don't want to hear. I don't think Future can do what a Hove do, does. I don't think he can do it. Just like Hove can't do what Future do. Of course, and I wouldn't ask him to do so, but that don't mean Future can't do better within what he does. Do like I, a, I really feel like take Lil Wayne. Do you think Lil Wayne hit his peak? You think he maxed out? Um, I don't know. I think I think Wayne last album was fire. I I think all his albums are fire, but it's. I mean, even even with your M&Ms at some point, Jay-Z at some point, with the exception of 444 and uh, Everything is Love, at a certain point, you hit that peak of this is the max we can get from you. Like, LeBron's best days are probably behind him. That kind of idea where you're like, people physically hit their peak. Musically, you can hit your peak too, and, and it'd be interesting if your peak wasn't LeBron level. If your peak was just Mike Conley, and you're, you're a good point guard, but you'll never be like... Amongst the greats, yeah, I think I that's where future falls to me. I don't know, man. Music, well, just think about it this way: with music, it's just hard, always hard to say because music, you're Something not an else athlete. Could Your happen. body, time, yeah. father, time will always win. So if you're an athlete, you're not gonna. You just. Well, I was lose. only using the sports analogy to give you an idea of the levels because we 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 see people go through periods of getting better and then getting worse, or vice versa. Sometimes people bounce back, but in music, yeah, you can't always just continue to make music. But if if you if all your ideas, if your growth, if your mentality, if nothing's gonna change, if you're just gonna keep giving us like Lupe, you're gonna keep giving us the smartest tracks we've ever heard, you're never nothing else is gonna happen. I, unless you, you try new sounds or new genres or new new something. Maybe as far as stories go, like you can only go so far with your life story. For instance, fifty, we know you got shot. Mm-hmm. We we under, we know you was with your grandma. Like we, we know the whole story. Like Kiss said. When he when he was beefing, he said, "Um, you didn't get shot again, yeah. So what's your second album about? Like, <laughs> like what more can you do? Like yeah. you already. So maybe you can just um, you can max out max our it, ideas. Because what why can Future do if, if Future can't give us a J four 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 forty four type album, then he might just be done. But that's the thing too. Don't get it twisted with. Well, not done. done yeah, I'm yeah, still gonna that, always listen. That's what I was gonna say. Don't get it twisted with done as in washed. Just done as in." When we come for the next album, just expect that you're going to get the same thing. And the next album, and the next album. It's just going to be variations of the same. And while that's cool, it's going to continue to work. And I'm happy with it. Though he changed tempo, changes tones. Like, it mm-hmm. sounds good. I'm with it. From him. I'm with it. Let's, uh, let's take a break real quick. We'll be back. Support podcast. Back from the break. The poor podcast. Steve Cash, Moneybags, Zaddy Zick in the building. With my co-host, Mike. Hi, I'm Mike. Hey, um, our refreshments are refreshing. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like you're about to give like a intro speech at an award, award show. No, is your, is your did you not get a refreshment? I did. I gathered some uh, libations. Is it uh, refreshing? It is quite refreshing. So, what the fuck we left off at? Uh, we're talking about future future Hendrix. Mm. Yeah, it was good. Go listen. All right. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be clear. The album is uh, Wizard. 
he just calls himself Future Hendrix. Yeah, man. I'm, I, I, all right, I'm gonna just rate it real quick. It's um simple for me. Future did for me what I thought he would do, and I appreciated it. I would give that a, a solid eight. That's I was getting, I was going seven. All right. Yeah. All right. Good. Good listen. Actually, a little higher than seven. Seven five. All right. I actually enjoy listening to it. If it popped up on my my playlist, I'm gonna put it in certain tracks into my pregame playlist. All right. So y'all be hearing that this weekend. Those who kicking it with me. But earlier you mentioned the Gasparilla. I did Gasparilla this weekend. That's um. That that would be our Mardi Gras. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that's something they do yearly here in Tampa. Annual parade, the fucking something about the pirates invading and Tampa stopping it, and every year we reenact that and drink our asses off and wild out. So, do you what do you drink on my um doing? I'm gonna say Mardi Gras doing a um gasparilla. It's it's actually interesting you ask. So usually I still do Jack and Coke if I can, but it's hard to kind of carry that around. So why? What usually happens because it's a day thing. The party the parade started normally around one ish. Um, so what I usually do is drink Jack and Coke at the parade and I drink some kind of whiskey variant, uh, while I walk around mm-hmm. in the years past, I've got like a camel pack and put just ice and whiskey in there. Just kind of have like a whiskey water. Yeah. But, but this year I got a good idea. Um, one day I was in a liquor store with my dad. My dad was talking to some chick, which is just shit he do. And, uh, she worked at the store. She's like, Oh, if you like whiskey, try this. And she put us on a drink. I forget what it's called, but basically it's whiskey and like, like a sour, like a bitter sour, or you can get like a lemon mix for like the margarita mix mm-hmm. and mix whiskey with that and some ice, and that's just gonna go good. Yeah, what so, they call it? Did you call it whiskey sour, right? I think I, I, I'm not sure. That's why I didn't say that, but we did it and it tastes good as fuck. So I'm doing that this year for the walk around. I got my camel packs, the same camel pack I use every year. Make sure I disinfect that. Um, actually, it's Wednesday today. I might do that today. Disinfect it, Isn't let it dry out. Already disinfected. You may think, I mean, even if it is, I, I don't know what's... Man, get some germs up in you. I'm cool. You don't want no germs up in you? No. Nah, that sounds like some um, young thug shit. <laughs> <laughs> no. Nah, um, but yeah, I'm mixing that and I'm walking around with the camel pack with the fucking whiskey sour in there. Shit, I'm always cool with the Captain Morgan, though. Cap ain't a bad one either. Like, see, this is the dope thing about Gasparilla. It's very camaraderie driven. So people gather up, big ass parties all down Bayshore on our waterfront out here. Um, not too far from McDill Air Force Base, not too far from where we record right now. And people literally, we just walk down the fucking street, party, catch some beads, and take our ass home home. And if you're a real G, you keep partying and go out after that. Shit, I don't know if I'm going to partake. I don't know what the hell you're I'm missing going to You're missing out, man. No, I'm not. You ain't, you old and washed. I'm definitely that. That's a fact. This, this ain't an old and washed thing, though. You can still do this, because the way I said it, you don't have to do it like that. You can just go to the parade, and it's just still a parade, you know? I don't know, man. Too many people <laughs> get together. Ideas start forming. <laughs> what? That's a, I don't know. Boats, pirates. They tricked us once. So what they gonna they, take us? They got us over here. They gonna take us somewhere else. Take now? us back. <laughs> <laughs> they wake up in Africa, confused. I know, not knowing how to how to shoot a blow dart. <laughs> now you're just hungry, <laughs> looking for a Win Dixie. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure they got stores over there, man. I don't know, man. They got basketball. Joel and B from over there. Who? Joel and B from Philly. He's from Philly. No, no. He plays for Philly. Him no. right here. That he's not really from there. No, he's from Africa. He's not really from there. They showing you pictures from Africa. Photoshop. <laughs> they photoshopped him for The real. way he talking, everything is all fake. Yeah, it's, absolutely. Um <laughs> Oh, speaking of Africa, fucking Black Panther nominated for seven Oscars. Oh yeah? That's like the major award in movies. Think they gonna get any? Probably some of the technical ones I'd imagine. They they nominated for the big one, which is movie of the year. Which is dope, one, because it's Black Panther, it was all black cast, and then two, because it's a superhero movie, and they don't usually get that look. Did the movie come out late? What do you mean? Yeah. Oh, because of Black... <laughs> no, it came out on time. Mm. I want to follow the actors was on time. Michael <laughs> B don't look like he'll be on time. Everybody, I, I'd imagine everybody was on time. D- Disney don't play that shit. Um, but I, that's super dope, like, I'm super excited. You know what Black Panther did for us, man. Everybody out here Wakanda forever. Um, black is beautiful and all that good shit. It was a good look for us to see ourselves on screen like that. But then also for them to get re- nominated like for being a good movie, too. That's just dope. Yeah, it is dope, though. I mean, hopefully they win everything. I, I would. I hope they win all seven. I just can't see... Like, that movie of the year category is crazy. It's, it's like all the good movies. And the people who are voting for these things... I, I can't see Black Panther winning. What movies did I see? You seen Glass? I did. It was good. I, but first, did you see... Um, for, all right. Uh, JM is usually the um, yeah our movie the, guy the, the, um, the 
the the pedof- the pedophile you said? <laughs> Cinephile. Oh yeah, the petty. <laughs> the thing about that, you didn't catch all the little all the little hooks that they had in that shit. First off, did you see Split? Yeah, I saw all of them. Okay, and you seen um, Un- Unbreakable. All right. I watched Unbreakable the day before I went to go see um What'd the, you watch it on? I um, wanted to do that. Netflix. No, no. Um what's the shit is that you gotta pay for? Or it was, Showbox? I don't know. Um Demand. Oh, you just watch it on demand. Cool. Or something like that. Anyway. I wanted to watch it before because I just I was like I, I, my dad got it on DVD somewhere. I was like, I ain't got no like, the, they time. went they only they went so deep on that shit, they went and got you know, all those actors were the original people. Mm-hmm. Even the Indian in the store that was like, Hey, you worked at the he was the kid he's, that he frisked. He's the director. He is he? Well he was in the first one twenty years nineteen years ago. He was the director then. Wait, wait, wait. We talking about the dude who was in the security store? Yeah, the one that said, "Hey, aren't you the?" Um... That's M Night Shyamalan. Is he? Yeah, that's oh, the director. I don't know him. He's the. Oh, I don't pay attention to shit like that. I'm yeah, the... but yeah, he was in. The, he was in. The, he was in. Yeah, that. the kid. The kid was the, the kid. And he was yeah. like, "I turned my life around." Like, but like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was like, yeah, that shit was yeah, dope. Yeah. Um, it was just a lot of the mother was insane. The, mm-hmm. the, it was everything was just cool. They, for them to keep that continuity over twenty plus years was super dope. Um, bringing all the actors back. Even his mom, same actress, uh, Glass's mom, mm-hmm. everybody, same same people. For them to tie split in, it, it was dope. Do you know how they developed that whole thing? Like you know the background on it? On what? Which well, one? essentially they made Unbreakable. Yeah. Him Night Shyamalan, he don't usually do sequels, and he wanted to do one, and they basically were like, "This is hard as name." He's Indian. Yeah. Uh, he wanted to do a sequel. They essentially said no, and that was just the end of that. Twenty plus years later, he got greenlit to do Split. It was just a movie he wrote. And at some point, he wrote it to tie into Unbreakable. It wasn't his first idea. It was just going to be a story about a dude with um, the split personalities committing like a, like a serial killer mm-hmm. thing. And then he developed it. He was like, oh, this would be dope if it tied in. So then they brought Bruce Willis back. He showed up at the end of the movie, at the end of Split, mm-hmm. to create this whole universe. And now you have the third movie to kind of lock it down. And I just think it, it wasn't like what Marvel did, where they were like, hey, we're going to make 10 movies and, you know, 30 movies in 10 years and we're going to put them all out and you guys are going to love them. He, it was just kind of like an afterthought and they brought it together. I think they can do, I know he killed up, well, spoiler? Fuck it. Uh, yeah, it ended in a way where it didn't Man, seem like it look, continued. fight me when you see me if you don't like it. <laughs> I, I know he killed off everyone. Spoiler alert. Yeah, I don't know, skip five, 18 seconds. Um, <laughs> I know um, it ended like it people, ended. Yeah. And it looks like it's a wrap. But they left the universe open to continue. I mean, not really, because it looked like it's a rap period. They would have to be like, someone, somebody would have to take a big ass gasp, like. <laughs> <laughs> not, not at all, not at all. It's not without revealing the ending. The characters don't have to continue for you to continue the universe because they established that that uh, that group. All they have to do is make another movie. It could be a fucking comedy, and if the people have abilities in it, all they got to do is tie it in loosely. Maybe we could see like a news report in the background, like, oh shit, this ties in. Mm-hmm. I, I bet if Shyamalan doesn't know another movie, he try to throw like a little Easter egg in there. Maybe I mean maybe I'm, man, you better hurry up though, because um, Samuel L. and Bruce Willis ain't got many more left. Well, how many more Mango seasons? <laughs> Where you get that from? <laughs> it's funny as shit, but it's like what made you what made you think Sa- of saying that? Samuel L. Probably and he black. He definitely eats a lot of fried chicken and salt in his food. He probably diabetic. I bet it's actually the opposite. I don't know. Samuel Holden seems to be in good health. You seen him in um in um Django? <laughs> that was a character. Oh, I thought that was him for real. You just saw him in glass. I don't know what he happened. He looked fucked up in that too. <laughs> <laughs> he's in a wheelchair. He looked like he's just about the same. Um, he's, the route he's traveling is about the same. <laughs> so, uh, what made you bring up glass though? Just just yeah. that you saw it. Seen my movie scene glass scene, motherfucking um. What else I see? Escape room. I want to see that. It looked good. Yeah, it yeah it's it it looked better than what it was for me. Hmm. I ain't got no comment because I can yeah, see yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, like, go see it. Go see it. Still go my, see my it. My son want to see it, so we probably go check it out. Yeah, definitely. Oh, <laughs> how was your weekend? First off, my weekend was cool. I don't remember doing anything too crazy. And that's it. that's great. You say you don't remember shit. I don't remember my fucking day neither. Um, like the whole weekend? Yeah, th- yeah, the whole weekend, but. My uh, Saturday night. Damn. I had um I went out, we had some people in town, so we chilled with uh, you know, you know, Amber and, and Nick. Yeah. And they came through, but after that, um 
Dog, when I woke up in the morning at home, I wasn't even lit like that. I just completely forgot. I didn't know where I parked my yeah. shit. I get in my car. It was in my parking, like like around yeah. my apartment spot. But when I get in the whip, um, I seen that dog. There was Burger King in my car. I had two sauces in the spot. I put my glasses in. Oh shit! I checked my bank account because I know I didn't eat big <laughs> Burger King. I didn't spend any money on Burger King. I only had ten dollar bill in my pocket. Nigga, Rob Burger King. I had ten dollar bill in my pocket. That is this. This is a real story. <laughs> and I still had that ten. I didn't spend money on Burger King. So somehow Burger King is in my car, and I'm talking to Whitney, and we have no idea how the fuck. Why well, is Burger King? Yeah. So still, somebody had Burger King. Maybe she she thinks maybe I took somebody home or some shit. Maybe they ordered it or some shit. I have no idea to this maybe day. Maybe they just bought it for you. I didn't. It was gone. I didn't eat it. I feel I feel fast food when I eat it. Oh, okay. So you didn't even feel like the effects the next I day. I know I didn't. I know I I, I didn't. Now, you know when uh, Buddy Love turned back into Clump, like he don't be remembering shit. <laughs> 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 Nigga went on a whole week. Had a whole weekend. Nah, but bro, I was. Steve, I was you don't remember it. you did all this shit. So it's still to this day mystery what the, how the fuck Burger King got in my damn car. That's fucking wild, man. You didn't ask the people you was with? I went home by myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Nigga, she was wild. It's not like a great ass weekend. I want to have one in the weekend. I'm matter of yeah. fact, this weekend. I'm doing that this weekend. My weekends usually are fire. But I still be remembering shit, so it won't be like yeah, that. Yeah, you gotta have one until you don't remember. I, I without any extracurriculars, I don't know if it's possible. I seem to remember almost everything. Mm. And I'm not about to partake in some extracurricular. So, um, what I did do not this weekend, but I guess you. Well, first of all, let me say this: Happy fucking birthday to my four, now 14 year old teenager. Nuts! My kid turned 14, so that was dope. That That's was just crazy. That was on Martin Luther King Day. Four more years. Four more, and I'm out, man. We are gonna have a grand party. Mm-hmm. We are gonna do one for you the year before. Yeah, you got and then that we right. Gonna, then we are gonna do one for me. Uh, but we made it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> The, the middle finger to child support party. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, he turned 14, so on Monday on Martin Luther King Day, we were just kicking it around here. I took him to the mall, meet up with his friend. He'd been hanging out with this mixed chick. I got to watch it, though. You know how. Yeah, yeah. girls, they definitely trap young yeah. men. Exactly. He's, a, he's a nice young fellow. Yeah, strapping, nice-looking man. She like, might try to get my son for whatever he may have in the future for his potential. Then we got to wrap that shit up. <laughs> yeah, but I talked to him. You know you know how you got to talk to the youngins. You talked to her dad? I have not. Um Met her. I don't believe she know her dad like that. So oh, so I, she black. She had black. She mixed. Yeah, but she mixed black, with a bunch of her stuff. dad must be black. That must. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not co-signing this. It's fucked up. But um, where was I going with that? Oh, so I've been chilling around the house. After I took him to the mall, I watched the most interesting documentary I've seen all this year so far. Which what we got 20 days. Um, the fire documentary. You heard about this shit? No. The fire festival. This shit Ja Rule's involved in. Without giving it all away, first let me say it's a really fucking interesting documentary. The way they do it, the way they tell the story. But what's even more interesting than the story is how the fuck so many people fell for the scam. They basically Ja Rule and this dude came up with this idea to do this festival on an island. And this you may Wait, remember is this real? It's real life. This okay. shit happened for real, for real. And they they came up, they they want to do a festival on an island, like a music fest, and they put this whole thing together. They got people to buy tickets online. They got all these models and people to come out and film like a commercial for the shit. Basically, they kind of did it ass backwards. Rather than like coming up with like like say Coachella, Coachella says, "Okay, we're gonna do a music thing first. Let's get the space. Then we're gonna build the infrastructure. Here's what the stage look like. Then we're gonna get artists to sign up. Then we're gonna sell tickets for the event." They did it the opposite way. They made a commercial for it. They built a whole bunch of hype around it, and they got a whole bunch of people to buy tickets online in advance. For this thing that they hadn't even planned yet and shit got so big and it got so popular that it got away from them and they couldn't do it in the time frame they wanted. So first they had this little island that was like Pablo Escobar's island. They couldn't do it there because it had no toilets, no water, no nothing. Fast forwarding, they end up having to do it on this island in the Bahamas. And even still, they didn't have a space and all these people fucking flew down there and just was fucking trapped. So I remember a year or so ago, Ja Rule popping up on the news about that festival, but I didn't dig into it, and I wasn't big in Twitter back then, but this shit was like a major fucking event where all these people got scammed out of all this fucking money, like millions of dollars, bro. <laughs> like fucking rate. So Netflix did a, a, a documentary on it. You really should check it out. It's about an hour. It's, it's worth the watch. All right. Um, but then also Hulu did a documentary. So both documentaries came out within three days of each other. I watched both of them shits, and both are dope. 
So I watched the Netflix one first, and then I would go back and watch the Hulu one. But the, in the Hulu one, they get an interview with the guy who committed the scam. He did six years in, in uh, Fed prison for that shit. Like, this shit was real. This shit so happened where, last year. So where was Ja? Ja somehow didn't get swept up in the shit because he was just the face. Like, they brought him in as, like, the, the face of the event. They were saying, like, oh, he's going to perform, but he's just, like, the face of this company. They are trying to start a company called Fire, Fire Media, F-Y-R-E, by the way. And um, in the midst of starting Fire Media, they said, oh, we should do an event to promote our company, which is this music event. And they were like, we're going to change the face of music and we're going to do it differently. We're going to have this yearly thing where people, <clears throat> you know, Kanye tried to do Wyoming, uh, mm. where, you know, everybody come out here. We're going to collab. We're going to do all this music. And then at the end of the year, it's going to culminate with a music festival and all the people who were a part of the, the atmosphere are going to do a show at the end for the fans. We're going to change the game. Totally brilliant idea. The whole time I was watching, I was like, somebody still should do that. Because it's, yeah. it's a dope idea, kind of like South by Southwest or Coachella and or Woodstock for the rockers out there. Um, but the shit just became a scam because they promised all this shit and they sold all these tickets. Dumbass millennials buying tickets online for an event that didn't exist. And the shit happened. <laughs> well, salute to Murder, Inc. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, hey, Yo. it sounds like some shit I wish I was a part of except the prison time. Yo, deadass. Uh, and, and the only person that went to jail was the main guy. He was the main guy doing all of the shit that got him locked up, which I won't. Just watch the documentary. You'll see there was some wiretap fraud. Like, he was promising things to people. So, at some point, he had, they had this media company called Fuck Jerry, which I thought was funny. <laughs> I yeah, love yeah, his name. Yeah, because of our Fuck Jarvis campaign. But it's a real media company called Fuck Jerry, and they promoted this shit online. And they got all these tastemakers, you know, like the... The online people like your Yes Jewels and stuff. Yeah. They got all these people to hype this shit, even though it didn't exist. He, they kind of paid them to do it. So on the same day, they, they put out this media blitz with these orange tiles online, basically promoting this event. And all in all, they got all these people to believe this thing that didn't exist because of all the people that were important that said that it did. Mm. Biggest fucking scam. I, I wouldn't say of all time, but biggest fucking scam in the millennial age. This shit was nuts. Yeah, I never heard of it. Two documentaries about the fucking so one documentary was done by that company, well done in so Netflix partnered with Fuck Jerry to do their documentary. <laughs> I love the name because because the Fuck Jerry people they got robbed in that shit too. So the FJ, yeah FJ, and then um, also hashtag Fuck Jarvis, <laughs> um, and then the fucking other one was done with, in part with the dude who got the Fed time. So so it was kind of like two different stories, even though it was the same story. You could see where it overlaps, but it's still the worth to watch both because one has an interview with the dude where they're asking him what was he thinking, and he's still lying. This motherfucker's still scamming. Like, you just got to watch this shit, man. It's, it's fucking He's sounding like my type of guy. <laughs> Honestly, dog. That's his Twitter handle. I got to follow him on Twitter. I, I don't even know if he got one, though. This nigga... This nigga they scammed you out of thinking that, too? He <laughs> 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 nigga wouldn't have scammed me. I wouldn't have sent a dime until it was time to go. So, but all in all, this shit was dope. Um, so yeah, like I said, watch the Netflix one and then watch the Hulu one. All right. If you got the time, even if you're just at work, just can I YouTube it? No, it's on Netflix and Hulu. But somebody ain't YouTube it yet. I don't know. I didn't check because I got Netflix and Hulu. Damn man, you trying to scam the scammer? No, I don't want to do that. Wait, it's Netflix. I'm using somebody else's Netflix. Didn't Netflix up their shit by like eighteen dollars or something like that? Supposedly, but I'm using somebody else's, so I ain't paying for it anyway. That's why they upped it. Probably. They're like, hey, how in the hell everybody watch Bird Box? <laughs> we got too many posts about Bird Box and not enough accounts. Yeah, we only got three accounts. <laughs> <laughs> and 18 million people watch Bird Box. Three whole fucking accounts. Um, what else I want to talk to you about? Fucking something else I was watching. On the tip of that, so what, that music thing sounded like a dope-ass idea. Did you see um, Jay Coleman was doing that? Mm-mm. They had like the Dreamville, Dreamville sessions where all these people came to help record this album they about to drop. This, just, this, this, this Dreamville album about to drop is like a collab album. Yeah. And it's featuring all of his Dreamville people uh, and features from other people. And a whole bunch of people fell through to record and they were all in the studio and shit at the same time. That shit sound hard. Yeah, that shit sound, the, the way it sounded was dope, but hopefully they recorded it and they're going to put out um, something in tandem with the album. Um, J. Cole's supposed to drop an album, not an album, a, a single Friday. Man, hopefully it's worth it. Called Middle Child. I, I feel like... I like, I like that I feel so like J. Cole ain't, ain't missed yet, even though the, the weakest one was Four Your Eyes, and I still liked it. I, I like the name of it. Four Your Eyes Only? No, Middle Child. Oh, middle is child? he a Middle Child? Because oh, you're a Middle Child? No, not because like, <laughs> there's the Middle Child Syndrome. Like, that's yeah. just real. I don't know what it's about. He's he been like 
loosely promoting it, like posting posts, like vague posts about it. Mm-hmm. But he's like coming coming this Friday, so we'll get something from him Friday. I hope he sneak sneakily drop the whole album, just pull a Beyonce on our. Right, I'm here for that. Yeah, let's go. I'm here for Cole. You fuck with Dreamville, like his team. Do you know anybody like like um, JID is is Dreamville? Dude's dope, super, like a Kendrick style rapper. Real quick cadences, real uh, lyrical guy. He got these two dudes from Atlanta, Earth Gang. Love those fucking dudes. I seen his Dreamville tour come through Tampa, and I seen these niggas. I was like, I'd never heard of these guys, and been fucking with them since then. That was like a year and a half ago. Hmm. Niggas super dope though. Now, I don't know anything about his Dreamville squad. When you check this album out, I think you'd be impressed. I, like these niggas is nice. Like he got a good team behind him. And Friday, at least a single. Single is gonna be Friday called Middle Child. Mhm. I think we covered everything, I'm ready man. For it. That Killer Mike show uh, I was watching when you walked in. Trigger warning. I yeah. think that's worth the watch. If people, I know you ain't got the time, but if people got the time, if y'all out there got the time, y'all check it out and talk to me about it. Um, Killer Mike Trigger Warning and the Fire Festival on Netflix and Fire Fire something on Hulu. Just type in FYRE. Yeah, and soon we're gonna have a uh, interview coming up. We're gonna have a um, we're gonna review live um, an artist, a local artist album. Yeah, yeah. Or mixtape, whatever he want to call it. I'm gonna ask him what he want to call it, and we'll go from there. So definitely look forward to that. Um, I'm definitely gonna grill his ass. It's gonna be no punches held. <laughs> Wait, we're gonna listen live and review live? No, no. We'll no, listen, we're just gonna no. listen and interview. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um. I don't know. We just go. Maybe, maybe we can even set up a or record it. Maybe we can record it, like Facebook Live it or something. I don't know. If even if we can't do it with the artist, me and you could do it, and mm-hmm. then who knows? You know, post some of our commentary. All right. I'm sure it'd be entertaining. Agreed. In any case, anything else you want to cover? No, I don't think so. Um, I I guess I'm about, I'm gonna do some wild shit so I can report it back next time we record. I guess. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Gasparilla weekend is always some wild shit. Most of it can't be told, but. Y'all will know when I come back and be like, mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> that's, that's all you're going to get. How was your weekend? Mm-hmm. That's it. And keep moving. Next question. Shenanigans and nonsense. I'm going to be pouring up out here on Gandhi. Y'all meet me out there if y'all going to be out there. Um, that's it for me, man. I got nothing else on, on the head, on the dome. Um, yeah, I think I'm done off. Well, ladies and gents, this is the Pour Up Podcast, episode two in this 2019 season. We out. Steve Cash Money Bags, a.k.a. The Fitness Zaddy. Cause that is sick if you acting important enough. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all.